Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, today's show is going to bake your bagels, cook your muffins. Seriously. This coming coup the Democrats are planning, I read a great article this weekend in the American Mind. You know what it was called? Shockingly, the coming coup. (laughs) Weird. Been talking about that all last week. Terrific analysis of the legitimate coup the the Democrats are planning in front of our faces right now. Amazing how it's not a bigger news story. I've got that. Hopefully we'll get to the Peter Stroke disastrous interview this weekend. Um, I've also got some news from the Bongino family, which will be interesting. You'll get exclusive pictures of the new dog. Ah, check that out. Um, and, uh, of course, that story on Friday, the uh, ridiculous story about President Trump uh, and the military and the cemetery. I'll give you the truth on that. I've got the real scoop. So I, Bongino rule was in effect on Friday, in case some of you are wondering why I didn't talk about it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Get a VPN at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this Monday. Producer Joe, how are you today after that weekend? Well, cuckoo, kachoo, how do you do? Yeah, it, it was okay, but you oh. know, we're here today. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> okay. We made it back. Yes, it was today. a long weekend. We have got some special surprises for you this okay. week. Joe is well yeah. aware of them. But uh, maybe towards the end of the week, we'll be able to tell you a little bit more. But uh, it's been a busy couple of days, to say the least. All right, let's get right to it. Loaded right, show today. Then. Today's first sponsor, our friends at Teeter. With a teeter inversion table, use gravity in your own body weight to decompress your spine and relieve pressure on your discs and surrounding nerves. I have a teeter. I use it twice a day. Simply lock your ankles in, close it, turn over and invert. I stay on it sometimes three to five minutes or so. I do it twice a day. I get kind of a teeter high out of it too. But not only that, it helps me with my arthritis, my hips that are awful, my shoulders, which are worse. I love the thing. Decompressing on a teeter inversion table for just a few minutes can help you maintain your active lifestyle without the pain, even if you've been lucky enough to avoid back pain. Decompress every day with a teeter inversion table. Feel like a new man like I do when I get off it. It decompresses my spine. It's great for my shoulders. Opens them right up. Some products I talk about I use regularly. This one I use twice. I love it. I've done my homework. It's the best inversion table on the market. Three million people agree they put their trust in teeter. They've been the best known name in inversion tables since 1981. For a limited time, you can get Teeter's new upgraded model of the inversion table, the Teeter Fit Spine, with bonus accessories, stretch max handles, and an easy reach ankle system, and a free inversion program mat for the ultimate inversion experience. Their inversion tables have thousands of reviews on Amazon, are rated at 4.9 stars, and with this deal, you'll get $150 off when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. You'll also get free shipping, free returns, a 60-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk for you to try it out. We love it. My wife, too. Remember, you can only get the new Teeter Fit Spine Inversion Table, plus a free inversion program app by going to teeter.com slash Dan. That's T-E-E-T-E-R.com slash Dan, teeter.com slash Dan. Go today. You're going to love it. Check it out. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. So, All of last week, I've been warning you, I'm just trying to do a public service. I promise you on my word, on my credibility, on everything that matters to me, I'm not trying to unnecessarily scare you. I was traveling this weekend to a different place. And when I was traveling, a couple of people came up to me in a restaurant, asked me some stuff. And to those people, they watch my show, they know me, who are watching now. Did I not tell you the same thing I'm telling my audience now? This coming coup the Democrats are planning in front of our eyes is a really, really big deal. Coming coup, that sounds like a conspiracy theory. 
Uh, It's not a conspiracy theory. I'm just using the Democrats' own words. Folks, they are legitimately in front of your eyes talking about a coup. Coup d'etat. That sounds crazy. Does it? Does that sound crazy? No. Of course not to you. You produce the show. You get to see everything in advance. There are some people out there who still think I'm making this up. So I was sent this article this weekend by no less than probably 2,000 people. This thing must have went viral by a guy I've seen on Fox. You know, I'm a contributor of that. I've seen him not, but I've seen him on TV. I watched the network too. It was in the American mind and the piece is called The Coming Goo. I did not plan this. Uh, Michael Anton wrote it. Listen, folks, this is in the show notes. If there was ever a time to read the show notes, it's today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Subscribe to my show notes. It's free. I email you this stuff every day. I don't even got to hunt for it. Read this. Read this and send it to your friends. What's the premise of the article? Bottom line up front. The premise of the article is this. There is a conspiracy going on right now to basically overturn or overthrow the results of the 2020 election. If Donald Trump, if Joe Biden wins, Joe, don't worry, everything will be okay. None of this will happen, of course. Yeah, if Trump wins, no matter how big the win is, he could win 49 and a half out of 50 states using Joe Biden math. They're not even hiding the fact. Actually, it wouldn't be Joe, because some states, uh, Nebraska and Maine, actually split up their electoral votes, right? So they're not even hiding this. And as the, the author writes, which is a great, great premise, what are the two rules of conspiracies? I'll get to this stuff in a second. Number one, never talk about the conspiracy. Remember Fight Club? What's the first rule of Fight Club? Never talk about Fight Club. What's the second rule? That the best way to hide the conspiracy, the coup conspiracy, is to pretend it's not a conspiracy at all and that Trump's doing it. Oh, oh, oh. oh you're going to love this show? Oh, stay tuned. Let's go to screenshot number one from Michael Anton's terrific piece about the coming coup. This is a long one. It's about a paragraph long. But ladies and gentlemen, this is worth your time. They're talking about the ravings of Joe Biden and about not respecting the election results and things like that. And uh, it says right here, this is an important one. They're openly advertising what they're going to do if they're going to lose. So, quote from the piece, one might dismiss such comments as the ravings of a dementia patient and a has-been who never got over his own electoral loss. Talking about Biden, obviously. But before you do, consider this. Over the summer, a story was deliberately leaked to the press of a meeting at which 100 Democrat grandees, anti-Trump former Republicans, and other ruling class apparatchiks got together on George Soros's dime to game out various outcomes of the 2020 election. One such outcome was a clear Trump win. In that eventuality, former Bill Clinton White House Chief of Staff John Podesta playing Biden refused to concede, pressuring states that Trump won to send Democrats to the formal electoral college vote and trusted that the military would take care of the rest. Um, hmm. We've already discussed this report. They're referencing in the Michael Anton piece, the transition integrity project. If you haven't seen this report, look it up. I've got a lot more on this ahead. The lady running it shocker, Joe, 
has a long affiliation with George Soros. You know, yeah, liberal oh, money guy, loves to give money. Liberal. I know you're stunned by I this. I am stunned. Um, Rosa Brooks, I know you're shy. Hold your 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 astonishment. Contain it like a beach ball underwater. Oh, They're openly talking about states Trump wins just sending Democrat electors to the House of Representatives anyway. In other words, we don't respect the popular vote within our state. And we're just going to send our people to elect Biden anyway. And we're going to let, quote, the military take care of the rest, according to the piece. Folks, they're not hiding this. This is extremely dangerous. I cannot warn you in, in more dire or stronger terms right now. Be ready for a solid month of total chaos after the election. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm simply repeating to you what the Democrats are already telling us. Remember that famous Dennis Green meltdown, the old coach of the Arizona Cardinals, the football team, Mm -hmm. when they played the Bears and they lost? And the guy asks a stupid question and Dennis Green melts down and says, they are who we thought they were. They are. Remember that? Look it up. It's hysterical. The Democrats are who we think they are. Anti-free speech, anti-free elections, tyrant socialists who are getting ready for a coup like you've never seen before. Oh, damn, that sounds crazy. The media would stop that, would they? Because they're feeding right into it. Remember this gem from the Washington Post last week? This tweet? Remember this little doozy? i got to tell you, I'm a little nervous about the show. <laughs> nice. Washington Post. Perspective. The election will likely spark violence and a constitutional crisis. It will. Oh, oh, hold on, Joe. There's a caveat. In every scenario except the Biden landslide, uh -huh. where our simulation ends catastrophically, in every other scenario, except if Biden wins. So you think, no, the media will surely stop this oncoming coup that they're already planning. We're just going to send Democrats to the Electoral College and let the military take care of the rest. This is in a document they leaked to the media. You think the media in a fair, free society, would be like, this is insanity. And humiliate, Joe, right? Humiliate you, this group you think. for even suggesting a coup? Yeah. No, the Washington Post is celebrating it. Bring it, kids, bring it. We're going to tweet it out, write an article about it. Again, tell me again. Dan Bongiorno, I'm just listening to your own people. We're going to let the military take care of it. We're going to send Democrats, even if Trump wins the state, the Electoral College, the Washington Post. Every scenario other than a Biden win ends in catastrophe. It's not a Washington Post piece about, hey, this is really dangerous discussing a coup openly like this. Right. This group should be outed and humiliated. No, no, that's not the piece. That's, 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 not, that's not the piece. Oh, this little gem gets worse, this coming coup piece. This is a good one. Let's go to screenshot number two. Keep in mind the golden rules of the conspiracy. Never talk about the conspiracy rule one. Rule two, make the conspiracy look like it's been brought on by your opponents, not by you. First rule of Fight Club, don't talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club, never ever talk about Fight Club. Screenshot number two from the American mind, coming uh, the coming coup piece. <laughs> so good. So good. They're talking about the Transition Integrity Project report here in this quote here. Read it. 
up and down and sideways. It is a battle plan for the coup. Quote, again, talking about the tip report. The leaked report from the exercise darkly concluded that the, quote, technocratic solutions courts and reliance on elites observing norms are not the answer here, end quote. Promising that what would follow the November election would be, quote, a street fight, not a legal battle. Joe, we have only brought this street fight line up. Oh, 10 or 20 times now. At least, brother. Folks, I know sometimes I will hammer a story to death. I only do it when I think it is of grave importance to you because I'm telling you there are still people unprepared for the election November 3rd. I mean, right around the corner, there are still people unprepared who really believe if Trump wins that the Democrats are just going to be like, ah, you know, we'll have to fight on in another election. That's not going to happen. You need to be prepared right now. They are preparing for their words, not mine. A street fight, not a legal one. What would that mean? What does a street fight, not a legal one mean? Do I have to go back to Dennis Green? They are who we thought they were. They're they're telling you, they're advertising right now what they're going to do. The Washington Post, it's going to be a cataclysm in the streets. This transition integrity project with these Democrat think tankers, it's going to be a street fight, folks. Notice how they say a street fight, because you may say, fairly enough, if you're one of these people who really thinks this is some joke, and, oh, Bongino, he's losing his mind. This is hyperbolic. If you really, by the way, shame on you right now for doing that, given what the Democrats have put us through over the last year. We're in the streets. If you say to yourself, oh, street fight, that terminology is used all the time. It is. They're very clear, Joe. A street fight, not a legal one. In case you're thinking like, we just mean street fight, you know, in the way people just kind of throw that term around. Courtroom, man, was a street fight in there. That's not what they eliminate that. It's a street fight, not a legal one. Matter of fact, they leave out all the other stuff too. Don't worry about the courts. Don't worry about the media. We're going to the streets. Oh, they've gone to the streets. If you're a resident of a liberal city that said your business burned down, you know exactly what they're talking about. Exactly what they're talking about. Now, of course, you know, the liberals who watch this show say, oh my gosh, you brought up George Soros. You can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Well, I give you the double barrel middle finger because I do whatever I want, whenever I want. And I don't give a damn what you say. And whenever you tell me not to talk about stuff, I talk about it again, even more just to piss you off. How does that sound? You like them apples? I don't care. There's nothing you can do to me ever. Nothing, nothing. My audience is bigger than you. My audience is more loyal than the idiots that follow your sites. We will talk about Soros whenever we damn well please. And it's a network of people. Why does that matter? Because ladies and gentlemen, the report from the Transition Integrity Project saying this is going to be a street fight whose conclusions have been echoed by the Washington Post that again is not being openly trashed in the media as recommending a coup, but it's being celebrated, this report. There's someone behind this report that has some really interesting connections. So before I get to screenshot number three in the coming coup, I want to go to another article that talks about the Transition Integrity Project. That is another must read in the show notes today. Revolver, September 4th, 2020. Transition Integrity Project. Is this Soros-linked group plotting a color revolution against President Trump? 
What? A color revolution. Remember the orange revolution, the green revolution? Isn't that the kind of stuff that our intelligence operatives and our military use overseas to destabilize unfriendly regimes? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Joe, a color revolution against Trump. Yeah. Are we allowed to do that here? Intel, military people, hmm. military. Oh my gosh, Dan, now you're really talking conspiracy theories. I am. Don't worry, I've got receipts later. Former military people using the exact same tactics to destabilize other countries right here. Surely that's illegal. Not only is it not illegal, it's celebrated by the Washington Post and others. Weird. Let's look at this revolver piece about who's behind this Transition Integrity Project report recommending a street fight. Again, being celebrated by people out there who don't want an election. They want to quote, street fight. Screenshot number one from this revolver piece. Please, please read it in the show notes today. So what is the Transition Integrity Project? And what does it have to do with the color revolution against Trump? Here's how friendly media outlets represent the Transition Integrity Project and its agenda. Quote, this is from Newsweek, you know, leftist radicals. A bipartisan group of about 80 political operatives and academics has been involved in discussions about what could happen if President Trump were to lose the November election and then contest the results, potentially refusing to leave the White House. The Boston Globe reported on Sunday that the group of Democrats and Republicans, all of whom opposed the president, convened an online meeting to hash out scenarios as part of what has been called the Transition Integrity Project in June. Okay, this is fascinating. How Newsweek frames this transition integrity project, preparing us all, mm-hmm. Joe, for a street fight. Mm-hmm. They frame it number one, Joe. It's bipartisan. It's bipartisan. They always yep. there's always some Republican lunatic they they pull out of the of the weeds from like the Lenin Project, also known as the Lincoln Project. This guy's definitely they don't believe in anything actually Republican. Probably Jennifer Rubin from the Washington Post, who advocates all day for liberal issues, but she's an alleged conservative. Seems kind of weird, doesn't it? It's definitely a bipartisan group, number one. And notice how they frame it that, no, no, when Trump loses, we're just worried about him not leaving the White House. So if you're reading this again, remember the conspiracy. The first goal of the conspiracy is never talk about the conspiracy. So it's not a conspiracy to remove Trump from the White House if he wins. It's a conspiracy only to, it's a non-conspiracy just to get Trump out if he loses and doesn't want to leave. That's not what, let me be crystal clear. That's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. If follow me, Joe, if Trump mm-hmm. loses legitimately, trust me, he's going to leave the White House. A hundred percent. That's not what this is. You don't need a transition integrity project for that. This is only the transition integrity project, a partisan. It's not bipartisan. The people are Republicans involved are not real Republicans. This is a partisan project to soften up the public for the coup coming. If Trump wins. But notice again, they hide the conspiracy by blaming it on Trump. No, no, we're only here if he loses. If he loses to get him out. That's what we're here for. Never talk about the conspiracy, number one. Number two, always blame it on Donald Trump. Genius. Malignant malfeasance. Genius. Let's go to screenshot number two from this revolver piece. Must read. Quote, of course, what do they not say about this ostensibly bipartisan group? What they don't say is that its founder, Rosa Brooks, shocker, folks, you're going to be stunned, is a longtime close associate of George Soros and his Open Society Foundation, who has a whole chapter in my next book, Follow the Money, by the way. 
She served both as a special counsel to the president at George Soros' Open Society Foundation and as a board member of the Open Society Foundation. Here's a quote from Georgetown Law. In 2006 and 7, Brooks was special counsel to the president at the Open Society Institute in New York. Brooks has also served as a consultant for Human Rights Watch. She currently serves on the advisory board of the Open Society Foundation's U.S. programs and advisory board of National Security Action and Harper's Magazine Foundation. Shocker. George Soros money, George Soros' associated foundations, the Open Society Foundations, a woman associated with that and Soros, a longtime partner and affiliate of his, is running the Transition Integrity Project saying, don't give up the election no matter what and turn it into a street fight afterwards and then blaming it on Donald Trump not wanting to leave the White House? Stunner. Stunner. George Soros' money would be behind. Isn't that shocking? How did that happen? That's just weird. Soros always creeps up. It's a conspiracy theory. Really? Is it? Did the, what part's the conspiracy theory? That Rosa Brooks is running the running this group, the TIP, Transition Integrity Project? Her name is on it. What's the conspiracy theory? She worked at the Open Societies Foundation? It's on her own little CV thing there. What's the conspiracy theory? That, that's a Soros group? Just follow the money. That's why it's a title of my next book. It's right there. His money finances this. What, what, I'm not sure. What part's the conspiracy theory? No, I'm serious to the liberals who watch. What, which part of that is not accurate? Okay, the answer is none of it. It's all accurate. You just don't like it that we point out that we know where your money's coming from and who's trying to destabilize this country. Shocker how Soros has also been involved in Ukraine and other places where they've had color revolutions, the orange revolution, the green revolution in Iran, which wasn't a necessarily a Soros thing, but the Ukraine one, oh, there was some heavy ties to that one. But that's a whole other, that's a whole chapter of my book. That's for another day. What we're talking about right now is the coup coming and how the military people, former military folks, in association with Soros-linked groups and Soros money, are planning to destabilize the United States. And nobody's talking about it outside of conservative media. Bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Remember that song? Want to know the rest? Hey, (laughs) buy the rights. Remember that song? You don't have to buy the rights. This is all free. Again, just challenge any part of this, liberals. Fact check it. Which part of this has been inaccurate? The street fight part, which is an actual quote. The Soros money, which is obvious. The Soros group, the affiliations, which which part? So what is a color revolution? Something our intel folks and military folks here have used over decades to foment revolutions overseas for hostile regimes. Oh, Revolver does a great job explaining it. <laughs> Isn't this great? Says first, a quick note on color revolutions. A color revolution in this context refers to a specific type of coordinated attack that the U.S. government's been known to deploy against foreign regimes. Oh, really? Particularly in Eastern Europe, deemed to be authoritarian and hostile to American interests. Rather than using a direct military intervention to affect regime change, as in Iraq, color revolutions attack a foreign regime by, listen to this, here's what a color revolution does overseas. Are they doing this here too? Listen. Color revolutions attack a foreign regime by contesting its electoral legitimacy. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Wait, wait, there's more. Number one, Joe, check. Okay, number one, check. 
contesting election legitimacy. Number two, Joe, organizing mass protests. Chekarewski there. Wow. Got that one? Yep. Oh, this war. Organizing mass protests and acts of civil disobedience. Weird. Kind of looks like what's been happening here. Sounds like a street fight, Joe, doesn't it? Street, Street fight. What else do they do? Oh, they leverage media contacts to ensure favorable coverage to their agenda in the Western press. Yep. <laughs> All like Washington Post. Yeah. Tweet. We did, right? Four check marks. Yep. Four. You saw that Washington Post tweet, right? How they magically blame all this stuff on Donald Trump. Don't worry, folks. We elect Donald Trump. It's going to be a cataclysm. There we go. Miss Paula going back to the well again on that one. Tell me again now there's not a coup just, what, 40, 50 days away? Uh, no, I, I, please explain. I'm, 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 I'm interested to hear why this is all insane conspiracy theory stuff. Why this is, I'm a right-wing, I heard someone describe me this weekend as a, a right-wing provocateur. I, I, me, I'm the, I'm, you're the one call, calling for a street fight. To pull Trump from the White House in a street fight. And we're provocateurs. That's hilarious. Hilarious. I'm not done with this article, folks. I want to get to the third screenshot. I'm talking about the coming coup article. There's the Revolver article, the coming coup. There's so much material in there. If you don't read this, I love you all. But shame on you if you don't read these two articles. They're telling us what's going to happen. They are who we think they are. It's not us. It's them. You ignore it at your own peril. I know you won't. You're very smart. Let me get to my second sponsor because we got a loaded show today. Um, Today's show also brought to you by our friends over at Aslo. Aslo. We're always uh, happy to have Aslo on board. Welcome back. Been a couple of weeks since we've had an Aslo spot, but this is great. We love Aslo. In 2020, every business in the country is learning how to adopt day by day. But why aren't banks? Aslo is a free business checking account with invoicing. Bill pay, money transfers, no minimum balance, and no fees. Come on. How are you going to beat that? Unlike other banking options, there's no minimum deposit required. You will never, never be charged maintenance or overdraft fees. And there's no ridiculous phone system that feels designed exclusively to upset you and waste your time. Instead of days or weeks to apply elsewhere for an account at other banks, where you're still required to go in person with Aslo, you just go to aslo.com and apply it as little as 10 minutes. That's right. <laughs> in as little as 10 minutes. There's no waiting for you to use your account. With Aslo's free instant funding feature, you can deposit up to $1,000 and access it in your account when? Instantly, that's when. Aslo's uh, owned by BBVA USA, member FDIC, and because they make business banking easy and offer a fee-free checking account, fee-free. Money Magazine called them the best business banking option for freelancers and entrepreneurs like us. We love it. Sign up right now. It's no minimum deposit. Go to Aslo, A-Z-L-O.com slash Bongino. Go today. Get a free copy of Aslo's Small Business Starter Guide. They'll throw that in there. Spelled A-Z-L-O.com slash Bongino. Sign up with a free uh, Small Business Starter Guide today. No minimum deposit. Aslo.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. This is the business bank for you. So getting back to this piece about the coming coup. What are the rules of the coup? Again, 
Don't talk about the conspiracy to create a coup. And secondly, make sure you blame it on Donald Trump so we don't look like the bad guys. So here's takeaway number three from the coming coup in the American mind. In his famously exhaustive discussion of conspiracies, Machiavelli goes out of his way to emphasize the indispensability of, quote, operational security, i.e. silence to success. The first rule of the conspiracy is you do not talk about the conspiracy. The second rule of the conspiracy is this is even more important, Joe. You do not talk about the conspiracy. So why are they talking about the conspiracy then? Well, they're not. The street fight, all this is all being blamed on Donald Trump. You don't believe me? You say, Dan, they're they're talking openly in their report about a street fight, implementing color revolution tactics, our intel and military uses to destabilize foreign governments, to destabilize us? There are military people involved in this? Oh, I told you I've got receipts. Hold on. Hold on. Don't go anywhere today. Anyway, watch this show twice. Happy Labor Day, by the way. And thank you to every laborer who built this country. Craftsmen, all of you, you're the best. I should have thrown that in there in the beginning. You guys and ladies are awesome. But how do you hide the conspiracy and then talk about the conspiracy at the same time? As I said, you simply blame it on Donald Trump. It's already happened. Who's one of the lead conspiracy people involved with all these folks? Connection all. Oh, Hillary Clinton. She's involved in the last Spygate conspiracy, which was an actual conspiracy. Here's Hillary doing exactly this, already prepping the public how they'd have no plans to concede. This will be a street fight. They're not going to concede no matter what. But don't worry, it's Donald Trump's fault. Remember, don't talk about the conspiracy. Blame it on Trump. Because, you know, mail-in elections and Trump sowing chaos and whatever, that kind of stuff. Play this video. We have to have our own uh, teams of people to counter the the force of intimidation that the Republicans and Trump are going to put outside polling places. This is a big organizational challenge, but at least we know more about what they're going to do. And, you know, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is going to drag out. And eventually, I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch. Hat Tip Media Research Center for pulling that clip for us. Wow. So, Joe, did you catch it? Joe Biden shouldn't concede no matter how badly he loses. That's right. Was, wasn't that step number one, Joe, with the color revolution model? I Question the election's I legitimacy. Was, yeah. I, did I miss that? You caught that, right? You did yeah, your man. check marks and stuff? It, it was. Okay, thank you. Just, just, I always need you to kind of fact check me on With that you, one. Bro. Or else Facebook may get involved, you know? <laughs> but that's actually a real fact check. So, uh, yeah, question the legitimacy. That's what she establishes right there. That it's Donald Trump's people. You see what they're up to? Donald yeah. Trump's people don't concede no matter what. Step one of the color revolution. Then again, so you so the actual conspiracy is happening. Don't make it look, just blame it on Trump. No, it's Trump's people doing all this. Sowing election chaos pre-election with mail-in ballots, which have a documented history of being fraudulent at double the rate of in-person ba- balloting. A fact the media has talked about often, but ignore all that. Pretend that mail-in voting is a new fraudulent phenomenon under Donald Trump so we can blame it on him. Even though the media's reported on excessively high rates of fraud in mail-in voting and Democrats many times before. Pretend it's a Trump thing. Throw little tidbits out to the media. 
mm-hmm. like that leak of the transition integrity project. So instability and chaos recommend civil disturbance. Don't concede no matter what. And then blame it on Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton confirms that entire coming coup article right there. First rule of the conspiracy, don't talk about the conspiracy. It's right in front of our eyes. They're just managing to blame it on Donald Trump, despite the fact that Soros' people behind the scenes, documented folks, their relationship's not in question, are already planning for a street fight right in front of your eyes. Folks, I'm not kidding, man. Go get uh, go get food and stuff. I'm, I would be remiss if I, I am doing that. And I don't want to scare you and I'm not trying to freak anybody out. I'm just telling you, prepare for three to four weeks of real chaos after this election if Donald Trump wins. I am not trying to scare you. I am simply presenting to you their talking points and what they're telling us. They are who we think they are. They're saying it. What do you think street fight means? Get ready. You'll thank me for it later. God forbid this happens. Now, I said to you, they're using a model for destabilizing foreign governments right here in the United States right now. You'd say, come on, Dan, military folks, former military people who hate Trump could be involved in this. I'm not telling you this. They're telling you. Look at the New York Post. It's a conspiracy theory. Uh, Really? Because they're openly advertising it. Mark Moore, New York Post. Again, it'll be in an article in the show notes. Democrat PAC is using anti-terror technology, anti-terror like we use overseas, anti-terror technology to counter Trump's campaign messages. Gosh, who's running that? So there's a Democrat PAC using intelligence techniques we use to destabilize terrorist organizations and foreign governments, using them here against Trump? This has got to be a conspiracy theory. Bongino shows crazy. He's just making this up. Really? Here's screenshot one from that. The group, notice the title of the group, by the way. Remember the two rules. Don't talk about the conspiracy and blame it on Trump. So now they have a conspiracy to use anti-terror tactics to destabilize Trump here. And what do they call the group? Quote, defeat disinfo. (laughs) This is disinfo. The group is being advised by retired army general. No way. Stanley McChrystal, the former head of U.S. forces in Afghanistan, the Washington Post reported on Friday. Keep this up. That's a conspiracy. They're advertising it. The Washington Post reported this. A former army general McChrystal's running this group. Quote, listen to this. You want your head to spin? Reagan from the exorcist style? They will use artificial intelligence to map out Trump's claims on social media and then attempt to build a counter narrative through a network of 3.4 million influencers across the country, even paying some users with large followings to oppose the president. What? A former decorated army general is working to spread disinformation in the United States. Openly calls the group defeat disinformation. Remember, the Democrats always do what they, they, they accuse you of what they're doing. The conspiracy is right there. I just told you military people were involved. The Washington Post, nobody cares about this. A retired general is using anti-terror intel techniques 
that model the color revolutions we fomented overseas here in the United States against Trump. And nobody thinks this is a big story. I'm, I'm just checking. I'm, 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 eh. There's more to this here. So that Stanley McChrystal is going to map out narratives here? New narratives. Really? So the piece goes on. They'll use this artificial intelligence to map out Trump's claims, as I told you, even paying users with large followings to oppose the president, building, quote, counter narratives. It goes on. It's often said campaigns are a battle of ideas, but they're really a battle of narratives, said this David Eichenbaum, a Democrat media consultant who's an advisor to the PAC. He told the newspaper, quote, today, those narratives spread quickly online. Which segues nicely into my next story about a narrative that went viral online on Friday involving the military. You know, the same military, just a coincidence, I'm sure, that Stanley McChrystal served in. Total coincidence. A narrative went viral on Friday that Trump doesn't only dislike the media, he hates them. He thinks they're suckers and losers. Anyone who knows Trump is like, huh? It's like saying, I know Dan Bongino. He really hates ribeye steak. You're a moron. We've never met. Trump hates the military? That went viral on Friday. Where did that narrative come from? Weird how Trump does really well amongst the military, who he's given pay raises to, supported Veterans' Choice, has rebuilt the military, adding new ships, new planes. Better technology. Weird how he's been 100% behind the mill, pulling them back from unnecessary foreign wars where they come home in caskets. Weird how all of a sudden on Friday, a quote narrative, just like the Democrat operative working with Stanley McChrystal said, how these narratives just emerged online with people with large followings who they admit to paying. Where's that money coming from? Are they talking to that transition integrity project, those people working with Soros? I'm just, I'm just checking. I'm just asking questions. That's all we're doing here. Speaking of narratives that are now re-emerging again, that this super PAC group or PAC group organized with uh, Stanley McChrystal, military general, using military tactics for destabilization here. Notice this narrative that reemerged again this weekend from the absolutely hapless buffoon Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, Russian interference could cost us the election. <laughs> Washington Examiner, Mika Solner be in the show notes again. Here it is again. Again. You realize these people really think you're morons. The PP hoax is back. PP's back again. They don't care. It's been discredited, debunked, everybody involved has been in totally humiliated. Kamala Harris doesn't care one bit. It's right on back. Russia, Russia's hurting us. Trump hates the military. Who did that? That Trump hates the military line. Oh, I've got inside sources on that. As I said, nice segue. Let me get to my uh, my next sponsor because it's important to us. Well, who's our next sponsor? Oh, yeah, All Form. That's right. Got to look. So it's a two-pager today. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at All Form. Now, listen, you know how much I love Helix mattresses. I seriously, the best I think I've slept in 10 years was last night. It was a perfect confluence of events. I was super tired. I had just gotten back from California. I hadn't slept all day. I didn't take a snoozer. And... We got a dog yesterday. I'll show you the video in a minute. I was so tired. I went on my Helix mattress out, 
out. Turn the lamp off. I was nearly comatose. I'm surprised I lived through the night. That's how well I slept on my Helix mattress. You know we love Helix. But how do you, what do you think of this? Helix just launched a new company. It sells now. Customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. They're awesome. We have one in my daughter's room. It's fantastic. What makes all form sofas really cool? Well, it's the easiest way to customize a sofa using premium materials at a fraction of the cost of traditional stores. Pick your fabric. You can get it spill, stain, and scratch resistant. Pick the sofa color. You can even pick things like the color of the legs, sofa size, and the shape to make sure it's a perfect fit for you and your house. They've got armchairs, love seats, all the way up to an eight-seat sectional, so there's something for everyone. You can always start small, add on later if you want. They changes with you. All form sofas are delivered directly to your door, fast and free. In the past, free shipping. I should say, <laughs> free shipping. In the past, if you wanted to order a sofa, if you could take it, well, how can they make money? Otherwise, if you wanted, to, if you t- it could take weeks or even months to arrive, you'd need someone to come and assemble it in your home. Not with all form. It takes just three to seven days to arrive in the mail. We got ours at our door. Paula assembled it. I really did it. Paula helped a little bit. Wink at a nod. You can assemble it yourself in just a few minutes. What did it take us? 15 minutes? No tools are even required. If getting a sofa in a store sounds risky, you don't need to worry. You got 100 days to decide if you want to keep your all-form sofa. That's more than three months. If you don't love it, we do. They'll pick it up for free and give you a full refund. They also have a forever warranty. Literally, forever. <laughs> Come on. This is, this is a ground ball deal. To find your perfect sofa, go to allform.com slash Dan. Go today. Check them out. The sofas are beautiful. And All Form is offering 20%, 20% off all orders for our listeners today. Allform.com slash Dan. Go today. These are great sofas. My daughter loves hers. Check it out. Allform.com slash Dan. So we've established a couple of facts. You know, facts, those things liberals are immune to and have a tough time with. That... There's a group out there fomenting a coup right now in the United States using military tactics we've used overseas and intel community tactics to break up terror organizations with people who were in the military, who were openly advertising their association with it, who were openly claiming in reports in the Transition Integrity Project that they're associated with the Soros people, their names are on it, and that they want a street fight after the election because they're not going to concede, quote, under any circumstances, according to Hillary Clinton. How is this not the biggest story in the media right now? How? How? Paula, how is this? Can you please? Can you can you tell us? How is this? Do you have any idea? You don't. Joe, any idea? How is, uh, really? Let me not mess around. I, I, I know I said, let me say this dead serious. Mm-hmm. Do you think, Armacost, if yeah. there was a Republican group taking money from, I don't know, who's a liberal boogeyman? The Koch brothers. Yeah. That was actively talking about not conceding an election no matter what. A street fight afterwards, that's not even a legal one. We're not, we're really mm-hmm. going to the streets. You think that would be a big deal? And military people were involved using counterterror yeah. and insurgency tactics. I'm just throwing that out nah, there. Really big. Big, 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 big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> and now we hear all of a sudden they're going to start building narratives and paying people with big followings to promote fake narratives. All of a sudden on Friday, what comes out? President Trump was in France a couple of years ago. He didn't want to visit a military cemetery because he hates the military. He thinks they're losers and suckers. Now, I saw the story at Breitbart that covers this. Then we hear the story's confirmed. Jennifer Griffin of Fox News did not confirm most salacious parts of Atlantic story. Joel Pollack at Breitbart. Thank you, Joel. Story is not confirmed. 
Let me give you a little bit of background here. I didn't talk about this on Friday because the Bongino rule applied. Whenever you read an anti-Trump story, I'm not going to get on the bandwagon and talk about it until I get the deets myself. The details of the story on Friday, the narrative that suspiciously emerged about the military, shocker, Trump does well with the military. How do we break that back? Was that on a trip a couple of years ago to France with President Trump, there were two cemeteries that uh, are, are the resting sites of some of our military dead. That he visited one, he was supposed to go to the other one, and he didn't want to go because he just didn't want to do it, basically because Trump hates the military, was the narrative. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I say this. I, 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 I'm stumbling here because I want to be careful here. I don't want to frame this as a, hey, look, I know people, look how special I, because I, I don't. I stay in my house. I do my show out of my house. I don't, I'm not that guy, right? But I can tell you this. I know the president, president pretty well, hence my stumbling here, because I know that sounds like a, one of those things. Look at me, I'm special. I'm not. No more special than any of you. But I've had the privilege of working for three presidents, regardless of they're my political associates or uh, you know affiliated with ideas. I, I don't care. They were presidents of the United States. I was proud to work for all three of them. Not endorsing their behavior. I'm simply suggesting it's a constitutional republic. I know the president pretty damn well. I spent a lot of time with him. I'm telling you right now, looking into this camera, you are being absolutely lied to by a bunch of buffoons creating a fake narrative using sophisticated disinformation techniques to make you believe something that is absolutely categorically false. I have never in my life heard the president of the United States say anything other than about the military and law enforcement specifically, how much he adores them to the point of he almost worships what they do. Do you really believe a guy like me, my uncle was killed in combat in Vietnam, got the bronze star with a V device for valor. I never met him. I talk about him all the time on Memorial Day, even on Veterans Day. I talk about him all the time. My family was never the same, Greg Ambrose. My family was pre-Greg and post-Greg. My grandmother, God rest her soul, Eileen Sadler, was never the same. Everyone in my family knows it. She never, ever, you were, my, Greg died in combat in Vietnam. The day he was supposed to come home in the bar, we owned Gibby's Bar, 64th place in Myrtle Avenue. We owned it for decades. They had the welcome home signs up. Two military men showed up. Neither one was Greg. You think if this president thought the military were suckers and losers, I would tell this guy to go blank himself in two minutes flat. I don't care who he is. Do you really believe that? You know me on this show. You know I call it straight. I always have. You believe for a moment that if this president thought our military were suckers and losers, that I would even give this guy the time of day? Oh, I'd give him the time of day. It wouldn't be the time he wanted. I have never, ever heard this president say anything. His, not only the president, his family, his daughters-in-law, the people around him speak with absolute reverence 
about our military, our police officers, our corrections officers, our EMTs, our firemen, our first responders. I have seen and heard stories from people I know on the ground that working motorcades with him is sometimes is dangerous because if he sees firemen or cops, he has to stop the motorcade and get out and say hello. Same with our military folks. You're telling me you heard a rumor, a narrative, convenient one? Like, where did that come from? That the president thinks the military are suckers and you're dumb enough to believe this and promote this? Now you know why I waited on this? So, Jennifer Griffin from Fox News has a source who supposedly confirmed this story that the president didn't want to go to the cemetery. There's the tweet at Jennifer Griffin from Fox. Hey, listen, I'm not challenging. If Jennifer heard this from someone, she heard it. That's fine. I'm telling you this story's fake. Quote, Jennifer Griffin from her Twitter. When asked if the president could have driven to the, uh, to the cemetery, this former official said confidently, the president drives a lot. The other world leaders drove to the cemeteries. He just didn't want to go. Ladies and gentlemen, that is, that is fake. I'm not suggesting, again, the source didn't tell Jennifer Griffin that. Oh, I'm sure the anonymous source did. That story is, in fact, fake. I have a source who was there. Fact. Listen to me. Fact. There. On the trip. In the decision-making chain. On the France trip. You know why the president didn't go to that cemetery? Fact. It was a 90-minute drive. Well, he doesn't drive 90 minutes? Rarely. It wasn't supposed to be a drive. It was supposed to be a lift. The helicopters. Because of weather and the low ceiling, they couldn't fly the helos. Having been the whip in the transportation section for the Secret Service, having been a transportation agent, and having done an actual motorcade in France. Remember that one, Paula? Were you on that trip with me? Yes, you were. Was I there just to confirm for the audience? I was. You were too, right? So... Maybe I'm kind of a good source on this. Worked in France, done motorcades in France, was the whip that's a semi-supervisory position in the Secret Service, having still maintaining staff and contacts from my prior line of work, let's say. You think I'm a little credible on this? Maybe. It was 100% a bad weather call. They did not have the assets last minute to secure a 90-minute motorcade in the pouring rain. The president wanted to go. The exact opposite of what that source told Jennifer Griffin. That story is fake. 100% fake. I don't care who's telling you it's confirmed. Yeah, it's confirmed as fake. My guys were there. That is not what happened. The president wanted to go to the cemetery. It was a 100% a bad weather call. That story is, in fact, fake. Here's what else is fake. Let's go to screenshot two from this Breitbart piece, again, in the show notes. Show notes today are the best we've ever been. You got to read them. Griffin also said she confirmed that Trump had asked why veterans served. Quote, what's in it for them? They don't make any money. Wow, that sounds damaging. Hold on a sec. This goes on. That reflected a similar claim by the original author in The Atlantic, who doesn't even deserve to be named, about a remark Trump was alleged to have made at Arlington National Cemetery. 
So without context, it's impossible to know whether Trump was praising them for volunteering, regardless of personal or financial gain, rather than, as the Atlantic and Griffith presume, mocking them for doing so. So again, the claim here. Now, I just to move on, the first claim is that he didn't want to go to the cemetery because he just does, doesn't like the troops. I'm telling you with certainty that story is fake. It was a weather call, period. It's fake. It's made up. Second story. President Trump is mocking the military because they don't make any money and they died. This is imbecilic. Uh, I mean, to the umpteen thousandth degree. Paula and I, Paula was there too. I've been in the, I, we've been around the president quite a bit. That is not, if that is even a quote, which I would question strongly, but even if that's a quote, if you know the president, believe me, I am not covering anything. I know exactly what the president was saying. What the president is implying is that what I've said on this show, have I not, Joe, a thousand times that nobody's getting rich in the military or police officers and they do it anyway. Yeah. Have Joe, have I not said that on this show a thousand times about cops? Yeah, at least, bro. What do you think they're showing up for the money? They're showing up because they give a about this country and they're willing to give their lives. That's what Trump is. If anyone who's talked to him and knows Trump, he said that a thousand times that these guys aren't doing it for the money. But of course, if you want to build a narrative like Stanley McChrystal's military disinformation op organization wants to, you turn the quote around to mean, look at these suckers and losers who died for no money as if it's all about money. It's the exact opposite. Anyone, anyone who knows Donald Trump and has spoken to him for five minutes knows he's said that a thousand times, that these are the ultimate patriots because they don't do it for the money. That's clearly what he means. Now, you may say, Dan, why are you bringing this up? Why are you giving this story sales? It's already dead, which it is. Because folks, the coming coup is coming. This is not the end of it. This story about Trump thinks the military are losers. This utter absurdity is the iceberg tip underwater. Do you know how much is going to come out in the next three to four weeks? All fake. Trump hates the military. Trump hates cops. Trump hates veterans. Trump hates old people, children, puppies. It's all coming out. You need to be ready. And I bring this story up and I debunk it because you need to be ready to see credible sources like my people who were there on the trip to tell you so you're ready to combat this disinformation with information. Who's coming? All right, let me get to my last sponsor and I'll show you a quick video. Exclusive. Newest member of the Bongino family. And I want to get back to this disinformation campaign because Glenn Greenwald has a good piece up this to how exactly this is going down. Man, it's been a loaded show. Our final sponsor today, our friends at GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the last week for the GenuCell summer blowout sale. Everybody loves GenuCell in my house here. Get a $40 instant coupon. It's applied automatically to your online or phone order. It's really that easy. Just go to GenuCell.com, enter my special promo code DAN40, that's DAN40 at checkout. Plus, order the GenuCell jawline treatment and classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness today. And what will Shamini do for you? They'll double your supply of both products for free. It's a big, big, popular product in my house. We can't get enough of it. Wife and mother-in-law love it. 
Now is your turn to look years and even decades younger. It's impossible. Paul would be zero if she looked decades younger. She already looks decades younger now. But Jets, thanks to Chamonix and GenuCell, results are guaranteed or simply get 100% of your money back. It's that easy. Order GenuCell now and Chamonix will double your order free. Last chance. And for results in minutes, the GenuCell immediate effects is also yours free. Get double your order free plus a surprise luxury gift. Here's what you need to do. Go to GenuCell.com. Enter my special promo code DAN40 at checkout to unlock your discount. Again, GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. Check them out today. All right. So just before I go on to my fight, I'm telling you the show notes today are the best ever. This Glenn Greenwald piece in The Intercept about how exactly this media confirmation of fake disinformation campaigns that military and intelligence people are using foreign overseas ops here in the United States against Trump. How is this happening? Great piece. Before I get to that, on a lighter note, we did have an addition this week into our household, our new puppy, Lucy the Golden Doodle, which we've been talking about for years, getting one. My youngest daughter, there's a photo. Um, it's a real photo. That's not fake. That's her jumping towards my wife's camera. I have a short, like, 20-second video here. There's my two daughters with the new puppy there. And... Um, my youngest daughter, Amelia, we wanted to surprise her. So we told her that my oldest daughter, Isabel, her friend, Lucy, a person was coming to visit. So the woman who drops off the dog, this is real, not a joke, it's not a setup. My youngest daughter has no idea that Lucy is actually the dog and it's hers. Here's a quick video. Watch this. This is so great. Of my daughter finding out this is her dog and that there's no person named Lucy, but there is a dog. Check this out. That's your dog. That's your dog. What? That's your dog. Come on in. That's your dog. <laughs> That's fine. This is your doggy, Lucy. Oh, hi, <laughs> Lucy. That's how are you doing? I don't even want. I. I, I that's my daughter. I know your kids and your dogs are always the cutest ever when they're yeah. yours. But come on, Joe. Dude, look at this dog. Come on. <laughs> look at that picture, folks. YouTube.com slash Bungie if you want to watch the video. Dog. Look at yeah. it. That looks fake. That looks like an Ewok. What is it? What was that Ewok from Return of the Jedi? Gizmo or Widget? Or is that like the Gremlins? I don't even know. That looks like an Ewok from Return of the Jedi. Come on. That dog is cute. I want this dog to be almost as famous as Jasper, Dana Perino's dog. For Lucy. Great first night in the house. You know, really a lot of you've asked about that. All right, let me just wrap up the show quick on this article. And I think I'm going to cover some more of it tomorrow as well. I, I didn't even get to the Peter Stroke stuff. I'm sorry. I'm going to get to it tomorrow. The Peter Stroke interview on CBS is hilarious in its stupidity. There's so much misinformation that's so easily debunked. <laughs> I'll get to that tomorrow. But I want to end on this because it, this coming coup, disinformation, military intelligence tactics used here to overthrow Trump and then blame it on Trump. Glenn Greenwald has a fantastic piece in The Intercept. How did this happen? Where the media is now confirming fake news, like Trump didn't want to go to the cemetery. How has this happened that media is confirming fake news? This piece is worth your time. Journalism's new propaganda tool using, quote, confirmed to mean the opposite. It says outlets claiming to have confirmed Jeffrey Goldberg's Atlantic story, I just mentioned this loser's name, about Trump's troops comments are again abusing the term. Ladies and gentlemen, how can you confirm a story I'm telling you is fake? No, no, it's confirmed. Trump didn't go because he hates the troops. That's not, that's totally fake. How did this happen? Well, in the piece, Greenwald links to another time this happened where an MSNBC, NBC, Fusion Ken Delaney, a known fake news specialist, 
he they linked to a video where Ken Delanian, I want to play this video first, where Ken Delanian actually confirms a story like the Trump cemetery story in France. We know is fake. Remember the CNN story where they said Don Jr. got the encryption key to the WikiLeaks emails before, remember that Joe, before they were public Mm -hmm. and he got it on September 4th. There was a problem with this story. One, Don Jr. didn't get them on September 4th, the encryption key. It was an email email sent to Don. He didn't even respond to. So he got spammed. The encryption key for the emails was sent after they were public. On September 14th, that's 1-4, not September 4th. But not only did CNN confirm the story, Fusion Candelanian, known conspiracy theorist, quote, confirmed it too. You don't believe me? Listen, this, is, this was the video embedded in Greenwald's piece that he recommends of Delanian confirming a fake story. Check this out. Congressional investigators are trying to figure out who sent an email that gave Donald Trump, his son, and others a decryption key for hacked WikiLeaks documents. I want to bring in NBC News intelligence and national security correspondent Ken Delanian. Uh, Ken, tell us what we've just now learned. I know you and some of our colleagues have just confirmed some of this information. What's up? That's right, Hallie. Two sources with direct knowledge of this are telling us that congressional investigators have obtained an email from a man named Mike Erickson. Obviously, they don't know if that's his real name, offering Donald Trump and his son, Donald Trump Jr., access to WikiLeaks documents. This was about September 2016, right in the middle of the campaign when WikiLeaks was putting out some documents, hadn't put out other documents. Remember, the Russians had hacked the Democrats and handed this stuff over to WikiLeaks. So the issue here is congressional investigators do not know whether this was a legitimate real overture from WikiLeaks. But one of the sources told me they presume that Robert Mueller knows and can get to the bottom of that through the technology and the Mm. intelligence resources he's got at this command. This is fascinating. Ken Delanian, fusion hack, fusion Ken, is confirming a story that's totally wrong. Some rando sent Don Jr. an encryption key to WikiLeaks emails that were already public. That's not even a story. I get spam emails all day. But whoever fed the story to CNN initially told him, no, 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 Don got the encryption key, Don Trump Jr., before it went public. That's totally not, it was totally debunked. They got the date wrong. Twice to CNN and MSNBC who confirmed the story, just like the fake news story about the motorcade to the cemetery was confirmed. It's fake. Now, from the Greenwald piece, he explains this elegantly. He says, quote, but what is clear is that confirmation, which both MSNBC and CBS claimed it had obtained for the story, was anything but. All that happened was that the same source, which anonymously whispered these unverified false claims to CNN, then went and repeated the same false claims to other outlets, which claimed they, quote, independently verified the story. They'd done nothing of the sort. It's the same liars. The same person who lied to the Atlantic or the same group behind him had the same group telling him to lie to Jennifer Griffin at Fox, just like the story with Fusion Ken. CNN, a source, lied to them. He got the email Don Jr. September 4th. He got it September 14th after they were public, you dunces. And then Delaney confirms it independently because it's the same guy's not independent. That's how this continues to happen. That's why anonymous sourcing 
is generally, if you're a journalist, a really bad idea. But Dan, you use anonymous sources. My sources have to stay anonymous because some of them... This is not a story with national security implications. The story about Donald Trump thinks the military are losers. This is someone's opinion. Is it not relevant, Joe, that we get on the record whose opinion it is to kind of parse through what his motivations are? Is that not fair, Joe? Man, it's important. Yeah. Thank you. If this was an anonymous source about a Russian plot to nuke the United States next week, I don't give a damn who the source is, anonymous or not. Get it out there. That's not what this is. This is someone's opinion that Donald Trump doesn't like the military that flies in the face of reality, as Glenn Greenwald indicates here in an excellent paragraph about how stupid using an anonymous source in this claim was. Quote, Greenwald, The Intercept. So we have anonymous sources making claims on one side and Trump and former aides, including Bolton, by the way, who's a harsh Trump critic, insisting that the story about the cemetery is inaccurate. Beyond deciding whether or not to believe the Atlantic story based on what best advances one's political interests, how can one resolve this factual dispute? Right, Joe, one side saying this, the other side saying that didn't happen. Well, if other media outlets could confirm the original claims from uh, the Atlantic author, That would obviously be a significant advancement of the story. Let me translate that very simply. Greenwald asks a simple question. How is it that John Bolton, who hates Trump, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who likes Trump, we'll be talking about her book later in the week, by the way, have both confirmed on the record, non-anonymously, I just gave you their names. For liberals, that means not anonymous. Anonymous, no name. Not anonymous. I know liberals have a tough time. They're on the record saying, no, no, we were there. That cemetery trip was a weather call. It had nothing to do with liking or disliking the troops at all. They're on the record. Yet we're supposed to take more seriously cowards who won't use their own names giving an opinion about an event that never happened. I'm telling you on the record using my name that my people have told me I was there. That story is fake news. But again, we're supposed to take anonymous sources more seriously. Man, what a show today. Proud of that. We've got a lot of surprises this week. You're not going to want to miss any of our shows. A big one coming at the end of the week. Not allowed to say, but you'll know by the end of the week. This has never happened before. I can't even hint to it. Stay tuned. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate a big emotional roller coaster today. Please share this show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm simply trying to get you prepared for people who are who we think they are because they're telling us who they are. They are preparing a coup in front of your very eyes. Just listen to them. Just listen to them. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to the show, youtube.com slash Bongino on Apple Podcasts and wherever you find your podcast, the show and subscriptions are free. Really helps us move up the charts. Thanks a lot. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.